0: Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you and praise you for this day. Father, that we can gather together, that we can worship you. Father, we can fellowship one another and fellowship you. Father, we pray now as your word goes forth, it will not return void. Father, we pray that it will accomplish what it was sent to do. And we give you the praise and the honor and the glory for it. In Jesus' most precious name, amen. Amen. Man, so this guy was driving home from work, and he realized that it was his daughter's birthday. So he wheels in. And, and when he walks up in the toy store, there's all kinds of Barbies in the front window. And he walks in to the lady and says, I want to buy a Barbie for my daughter, but I don't know the difference. And she said, Well we have holiday Barbie and she's nineteen ninety five. And we have beach Barbie and she's nineteen ninety five. And we have going shopping Barbie and she's nineteen ninety five. And we have mom of two Barbie and she's nineteen ninety five. And we have Divorce Barbie and she's two hundred and sixty five dollars. He said, okay, I'll bite. What's the difference? She said, well, all the other Barbies only come with their accessories, but divorced Barbie comes with Ken's house, Ken's boat, Ken's car. <laughs> it is what it is. <clears throat> all right, so a happy new year. Uh, we survived a whole nother year on the rock. We made it a whole nother time around, right? So 2023. And I know, I know you're going to, most folks are going to have New Year's resolutions to where I'm going to, whatever you pick, eat better, read more, exercise more, sleep more, work less, whatever it is. Well, we're going to talk about a different kind of new beginning. Now, the Bible has multiple different new deals, right? Right? I mean, if you go back, the Old Testament, Leviticus, it says that, that God's, Blessings and mercy are renewed every day, right? And then we just talked about when we had communion just a minute ago, that it's a new covenant. Well, what I want to talk about this morning is a new creation. See, when you become a Christian, right, when you get saved, you become a new creation. The old man is gone and the new man is here. And the problem is, is I think we, I think we sell ourselves short on the new creation part. Because we become a new creation a lot of times with the same old habits. And 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 y'all know I come up with some crazy examples, but I, I, I think about Shawshank, right? That the old guy was in prison for so long he couldn't go to the bathroom without asking, right? Because he had been in prison so long, he couldn't do it without asking, boss, I gotta go. Can I act? Can I go? Sure, go to the bathroom whenever you would like. But that old mentality that had been beaten into him for years, he just couldn't shake. And a lot of us as Christians, when we get saved and we become a new creation, we still tote all the luggage of the old man. Think about it like this think he weighed 500 pounds right? And you got on a a diet and you lost a couple hundred pounds and you had to buy a whole new wardrobe. When you packed to move, would you pack up all the old clothes too? That didn't come close to fitting you anymore. Do you keep your little kids shoes? Now you might keep the first set of little kids shoes, right? Like these are the ones that they walked in or the first church shoes or shoes that they were christened in or little ballerina slippers, you know, keepsake. And I'm saying like when they're two or three years old in nasty little tennis shoes, when they grow out of them, do you still keep those? No, why? Because we get new. And then what happens? They outgrow that and it gets new again and then they outgrow that and it gets new again. Well, that's our relationship with Christ. When we start, we're an old, dirty sinner and as we get saved, we become a new creation. And even a new creation, as we grow and develop and we start to become a new creation and we start to have new habits, The old habits and the old man are sloughed away, and the new starts to develop. So we're going to start in 2 Corinthians, I'm pretty sure. 2 Corinthians, chapter 5. Let me find it before I get ahead of myself. Savannah asked me this week for a large print Bible. I don't have one of those. Although, the more I read, I might be developing into a larger print Bible, because mine still got pretty small. But anyway, 2 Corinthians 5, and we're going to start with the... Oh, man. Uh, Verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, and the old is gone, and the new is here. And all of this is from God... Who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us a ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are Christ's ambassadors. So when we slough off the old man the more we develop, we start to become ambassadors of Christ. Now, Granddaddy used to love that, that I'm ambassador of Christ, right? Well, who do you pick to be an ambassador? Usually not the, you know, the old homeless guy on the street is probably not the ambassador, right? You look for the brightest and the best. The shiniest, the new, the polished, right? So as we get the old man off and we become more reconciled with God... We become that new creation. And in Romans it says that we should renew our mind, and and, and that's daily. That we develop that habit of crucifying our flesh to line up with what God's word says. So the more we develop in what God's word says, not only are we a new creation when we're saved, we constantly grow and develop into this new creation, right? Because since we've been crucified with Christ... Let, let, let's go there. Romans. <clears throat> uh, chapter 6. Um This is the argument where Paul was talking about where sin abounds, does grace more abound? And, and in chapter 6, it says, What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase by no means? We are those who have died to sin. How can we live any longer? Or don't you know that all of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? We therefore buried with him through baptism in death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of our Father, we too may have a new life. Verse 5. For if we have been united with him in death... In a death like his, we certainly will be united with him in the resurrection like him. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with. That we should no longer be slaves to sin because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. So when we become Christians and we're baptized in Christ and we die to the old man and the The sin nature dies with it. Does that mean we quit sinning? No, absolutely not. But the nature, the law of sin and death, the law of the wages of sin are death have been removed. Because the penalty, my penalty, has been removed. The instant we become a new creation, we don't live under the old law anymore right? That's the whole deal with the new covenant. It's the old covenant under the law of sin and death and the new covenant under the law of salvation and grace and mercy. When we get into the new creation, how many of y'all know that nobody in the Old Testament was saved, right? Not, Not a soul. Every one of them lived under the law of sin and death their whole entire life. Now, how God handled them, that's none of my business. Up until that point, there were no followers of Christ because there was no Christ. When Jesus came here and died for our sins as a perfect lamb, we had the opportunity to become a new creation. And when we become a new creation, we have been set free from the law of sin and death. We are no longer worried about what's going to happen to us when we die. As Philip alluded to a minute ago, this room in here is about as warm as it's going to get for us. We don't have to worry about a fire that never ceases. And it's pretty warm in here right now. But it's okay. We're going to make it. When we've been set free from the law of sin and death, when we become a new creation, the problem is, well, the problem is, is we remember. We remember who we were before we were saved. We remember how we used to act. We remember the things we've done and we put up our own barriers around ourselves because we know what we did see when we were redeemed from the curse and bought back and our sins were forgiven they were as far as the east is from the west they were removed from us god doesn't see our sin anymore he doesn't bring it to our remembrance so wonder who does Because Romans 8 says, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That means all of the atrocities and sins and things that we did before we became a new creation has been wiped free. Not only those, but the ones that we are committing now and the ones that we will commit in the future will all be wiped from his remembrance. So if we allow something that happened in our past to stop us from moving forward we are still trying to subject ourselves to the law of sin and death. We're still going back to that point in time to where I was not a new creation, I had not been set free from the curse, that I had not been redeemed with Christ, and we're holding ourselves to that standard. And the problem is, when we hold ourselves, the old man, against the standard of Christ, he fails every time. You can never be successful holding the old man against the standard of Christ. That's why the old man has passed away and the new creation is born. When we become saved, that we start over brand new, clean slate. And as the Bible says, as his mercy and grace is renewed every day. So every day we start over with a clean slate. We ask God for our forgiveness and we just start over with a clean slate every day. So then as we stumble and fall, we get up and learn. And we should not allow the things that have happened in our past to change how we look at our future. Because we have been set free from all of those things, all of the punishment that comes with those sins... And because we've been set free in Christ, well, maybe probably we should act like it. If you owed a fine and somebody came and paid it for you, would you still walk around all the time worried about what that fine was? If you had a bill you couldn't pay and somebody walked in and said, hey, I'll take care of that. Would you then continue to walk around every day going, you know what? That time in 1974, I had a bill I couldn't pay. and Somebody else paid it. And I just can't get over it. Well, that's pretty dumb if you do. It's already been paid for. And because it's already been paid for, we are a new creation. And we have to start developing into who God sent us to be. Mama sent me a... a, Technology's getting rough now. Mama sent me a video this week. Whoo, boy, on the Instagram too. My, not even on Facebook. It's on, it on the little kids. some more the middle age group, the Instagram. And, and that lady said, whatever God's got set in front of you, you need to get to doing it. Whatever that is. Well, a lot of times we don't feel like we can accomplish what God sent us to do because we still remember how we used to act or what we used to do. Or how I was once upon a time. And the problem is is that your memory of yourself prohibits you from developing. You hold yourself in a, well I'm not very good at that. Well my Bible says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So I don't care if you are good at that or not. God has built you to be like him. That we have been brought back to new life as a new creation in Christ. The Bible says, as he is, so am I in this world. That means I'm healed. That means I'm saved. That means I'm set free from the sin and death. That means that I'm an ambassador of God. That means I'm the head and not the tail. That means I'm a light into the world. That means I'm the hands and feet of Christ. We need to act like it. We are in a holding pattern You know what a holding pattern is? That's like when they can't land all the plane and they just fly them around in circles. There's a holding pattern. Just y'all be still. Don't don't do nothing else. Just just hold on until we get ready. We're in a holding pattern waiting on something to happen. And God is waiting on us to step up and do our part. There is no nothing else it is god's word and god's word only and if he has set something in front of you and you ain't figured out what it is yet then you need to get on your face before god because you are a new creation and he created you to be part of the body of christ he gave you a job now that job might be serving in the sunday school and that job might be witnessing on the street and that job i don't know what your job is heck i'm not real sure what my job is most of the time And fail daily. See, that's the thing. In this, this new creation, it does not say that we will not fail. We will still fail. We will still fall short. We are still flesh. We still have a free will. We still will say stuff that we shouldn't say and do stuff that we shouldn't do. But what we understand is, or what we need to understand is, because I am a new creation, even if I fall short, Jesus is there to make up my part. And knowing that you should give us confidence to be able to do whatever we're supposed to do. Y'all know what my most stressful thing is in this job? Handing out them silly little cups. It, it is, it, it, Mr. Bobby, is it stressful? It is, it is stressful. I, I, my hand shakes. I'm worried about pouring it on y'all. I almost poured it on Mary this morning. I am so focused on not spilling that little cup. I'm I don't know how hard y'all squeeze it when I hand it to you, but I am squeezing it. It ain't just going to come loose, okay? Why? I don't know why, but that's what I consider stressful. This is not stressful. This is what God called me to do. And if I do a good job, great. And if I don't do a good job, then God will fix me next week and I'll do my best next week too. When we are doing what God anointed us to do and called us to do, we should have a confidence that when we show up, he does too. And even if we have shortcomings in a situation, he will show up and do it. I told y'all not so long ago, I've had people come up to me and say, man, your sermon, you said this, this, and this. And I'll go back and listen to that sermon. And I didn't say no such a thing, not even a little bit. I didn't even have that point in my sermon. The Holy Spirit was speaking to them. They were just listening to God's word. When we show up and do what God wants us to do, his grace is sufficient. And he helps us achieve what he sent us to do. The problem is, a lot of times, we are the old creation, and that guy's dead. Y'all ever heard of beating a dead horse? Well, Some of us is beating our old man. We're still stuck in 1984 and can't get past it. Or, let me move up a little bit, to 2021 and you can't get past it. Or 2006 and you can't get past it. Whatever your year is, I don't know. Mine's probably 2008, I'm just saying. But we get stuck into that time frame and that mindset and that we're holding ourselves in a hostage in a situation that we've been set free from. That when we become a new creation, we're not even, the, we're not even that guy anymore. <clears throat> um, Ephesians, I hope that's the one I think it is. Oh, that's three. Uh, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22. For you would talk with regard of your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in attitude and in your minds, to put on your new self, created to be like God in true righteousness. When we stop acting like the old guy and we start to, what did they say? Fake it until you make it. Even if you don't feel saved, even if you don't feel new, even if you don't feel like you're a new creation, maybe just act like it for a little while and see what happens. Maybe just start to meditate on God's word every day. Maybe start a habit today of reading your Bible every day. Just, just a little habit. Two minutes. Every day, we are a new creation. There is no reason to go back to what we used to. Well, I can't ever do that because I got too much going on. No, no, no. That's the old man. That's the 2022 version. This is the 2023 version. If you read your Bible today, you can say with, with full confidence, I have read my Bible every day this year. Every day this year. And then we worry about it tomorrow too. And then we will worry about it the next day after that and the next day after that and the next day after that. But we have to get to a place to where we're committed in achieving what God sent you to do. Not what I am doing, not what your neighbor is doing, not what your spouse is doing, what God sent you to do. And look, you might just be an encourager. And Romans said, if it's an encourage, encourage. If it's to lead, lead. If it's to prophesy, prophesy. You do it according to you. Have you ever thought about your holding back encouragement of something that somebody needs? Every day. Be an encourager. It's easy. Mr. Bill Truesdale is a fantastic encourager. We have to develop the habit of trying to be who God called us to be. And there's no better day in the history of your life than today to put your foot down and say, today is the day. Now don't do it like I'm going to the gym and don't do it like I'm going to eat better and don't do it like, I don't care about none of that. I don't care if you're fat or skinny or young or old, don't make no difference. What we are are the hands and feet of Christ. And for the body to function properly, I need, God needs, we need, the church needs, the community needs, the nation needs, the church to show up. All of them, not just a few, not just because you feel like it. Well, I, you know, I, I read a scripture last week, so I feel like I'm good for a little while. No, 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 no. We should think about God's word the way you think about food. Honest question, minus Uncle Bud, because I know he's had some stuff going on. Who has been a whole day without eating food lately? A whole day. Ronnie, you shouldn't go a whole day. You need to wait. I'll give you some of mine. We should think about God's word and how we ingest it the same way we ingest food. I guarantee you, most of us eat two, three, four times a day. We should be thinking about God's word at least that many times. We should have it on the forefront of our mind. We should be meditating on it. Never depart from my mouth. That is what the new creation looks like. The new creation looks like a different human being, a different kind of person, somebody who's been set apart, somebody who's peculiar, somebody who has been called that's us and it's time to start all gone it's time to start we 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 ain't got no more time there is no more left i don't know i use real good english sometimes when i'm preaching but i want y'all to understand what i'm saying in the plainest way i can say it it is time for us to stand up and to be the new creation and the ambassadors of god that god called us to be It's not tomorrow, it's not next week, it's not two Sundays from now, it's not when my kids get bigger, it's not when my kids get out of diapers, it's not when they go back to college, it's not when they get married, it's not when I become a grandparent, it's not when I get a new job, it's today. There is no better day than today. Today is the day to start the habit of having God's Word on the front of your mouth to act like the new creation that we've been created to be and to be set forth. Galatians said... That if you know God, right, and have been known by God, how can you go back to the world? How can you have the mercy and grace and the love and acceptance of God and turn yourself back to the world? How can you know how good God is? How can you know of his grace and his mercy and love and still not want to do your part and show up? And that I don't know the answer to. That if we are a new creation, and we are set apart, and we are the ambassadors of Christ, then we should act like it. Almost every day. No, every day. Now, I'm guilty of this. It's easy to get in a hunting club and talk trash and laugh and cut up and, you know, say dumb stuff. It happens. And then I regret it. But we have to grow to the place that we are exactly who God wants us to be, exactly the person God has built us to be, and to be ready to be in His service. Not in a service, in His service. That we are serving our community, that we are building up the body of Christ, that we are witnessing to people around us that we are the example that people want to we want to be the gold example we want to be the Sally's of your family why ain't you like sally why didn't you have make good grades like sally why didn't you have jobs like sally you know what i'm saying the gold standard she's hiding her head <laughs> yes Not verbally, no. But that's who we want to be as Christians. We want to be that example. We want people to look at us from afar and go, I don't know what they have, but it's different. I don't know what they do, but it's different. I want to be more like them. We do not want to be the old creation that says that people say, well, if that's what a Christian looks like, then I don't want no part of it. Our goal, our our drive, our mantra, our purpose in life has to be extending the kingdom of God. And if we're a new creation, then we need to look like a new creation. If you lost 200 pounds, you wouldn't walk in here with your clothes falling off. You'd get you something sleek. You'd get some spandex or something or some yoga pants or something that would show off a little bit of your physique. We're a new creation we should go into the world looking like a new creation, not in camouflage, not hiding it, not in camouflage like not in mossy oak bottomland because it's my favorite color. But we shouldn't blend into the world. We should stand out. We should stand out. People should see us and know that something is different about us. We are made in the image of Jesus. When he walked somewhere, nobody asked what his name was. Nobody asked what made him different. Everybody knew something was different with that dude. Everywhere he went, there was a press of people around him. We should have that same idea, that same mentality that we're going to go in all the world and preach the gospel and lay hands on the sick. All the stuff that he sent us to do, that is our job. And we have got to be about it. It's New Year's resolutions. Today's the day. I want to be a new creation. I want to be an ambassador. I want to be a light unto the world. I want to be the hands and feet of Christ. I want to extend the kingdom of God. Every day, renewing our mind, developing our habits, developing us into being the Christians that God called us to be. It's not all fixed today. I don't expect tomorrow, it's, it's, it's baby steps, it's growing from today and tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you and praise you for your favor. Father, we thank you for your grace. Father, we pray now that this word will go, all, go out and will not return void and it will accomplish what it was sent to do in Jesus' most precious name. Amen.